2: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash
3: host. Hi, this podcast contains spoilers for last night's episodes of NXT on USA. An AEW dynamite. So I would recommend if you don't want either show spoiled for you to skip ahead to about 10 minutes in and everything else will be spoiler free. You have been warned. A surprise NXT return. An AEW star that Vince McMahon wanted back. And do you fear the Iron Sheik? You will soon enough. For Thursday, February the 6th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
1: A velveteen dream, grounding and pounding, releasing all of that pent-up rage. What a return! What a night it has been here at the end.
3: So that was the moment where after four months away, the Velveteen Dream graced the NXT faithful with his presence. He's back after four months as a result of a back injury. A Velveteen Dream has been off our TV and a stunning return to form last night. Coming to the aid of Tommaso Ciampa after the Undisputed Era spent the entire night just being bullies. Enjoyed the setup for this. As soon as he got back into it, though, continued his unfinished business with Roderick Strong, uh, wearing tights that said, Call me up, Marina, and had Dream, Marina Shafir and Strong and Maria Shafia's son airbrushed onto them. Oh, gosh. It was beautiful. It was a moment. Like, we're talking Rick Rude levels of healdom, but on one of the... One of the biggest good guys in NXT. It was quite a moment. Uh, Really, really enjoyed uh, this return for Velveteen Dream. And I'm really excited to see him continue to uh, continue the great work he was doing before he went away. Obviously, as I say, there's uh, a North American championship knocking around. that I think he'll certainly be chasing soon enough. But first of all, he's got some business with Roderick Strong to get to. And we'll see how that pans out over the next couple of weeks. Also last night on NXT, we saw Charlotte make her return to Full Sail University. A thunderous welcome back chant for Charlotte. uh, Very much felt like a warm homecoming uh, for the former NXT star. And uh, she got into it with Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair, uh, setting up quite a few little possibilities going forward for the nxt women's championship and wrestlemania which i'm all about also last night on nxt we got an nxt north american championship match announced for takeover portland it is going to be keith lee defending against dominic dijakovic who defeated killian dane in a big old battle of the big boys last night on nxt uh very very intrigued by this one uh, Keith Lee and Dijakovic have just had the sleeper feud of the last six months and now there's a title involved. Uh, between those two I'm i I'm all about it they join what is looking like a stacked card for February the 16th NXT TakeOver Portland as well as that match we will see Tiga Knox versus Dakota Kai in a street fight Johnny Gargano's finally going to go one-on-one with Finn Balor the Undisputed Era will defend the NXT Tag Team Titles against Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne Rhea Ripley defends the NXT Women's Championship against Bianca Belair and the Men's Champion Adam Cole will put the belt on the line against Tommaso Ciampa. Once again, another solid NXT takeover for us to look forward to week on Sunday.
1: going through and now coming out here and standing by our man exactly love conquers all man it's a maybe sound a tri-cliche but it yeah. brought him back to his feet didn't it Yeah, absolutely did and oh across the chest that's the tenth one and cody did not quit and mjf is but look look at mjf's demeanor Yo, he he, he thought he had in a bag here He thought this match with Cody would never happen after tonight.
3: Meanwhile, on AEW Dynamite, we witnessed an uncomfortable segment that saw Cody Rhodes take 10 lashes from MJF. This was a really well put together segment on the show last night. Just when I say uncomfortable, I'm not saying it in a derogatory sense. It was meant to be uncomfortable. And it it really sold the humanity of the situation. And it just made me want to see Cody get his hands on MJF. And surely that's the point. Uh, After the Ten Lashes took place, MJF uh, looked like he was going to take a powder through the crowd. Uh, And as he was getting through the crowd, he was attacked by a member of the AEW audience. And it looked like that was a, a planned bit. At least it would. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if it wasn't, because MJF's got that kind of heat right now. Uh, next week on Dynamite, we will see Cody Rhodes uh, compete in the final of the pre-match stipulations uh, from MJF. He's taken the lashes, and now he will face Wardlow inside a steel cage on AEW Dynamite. Also. On Dynamite uh, for next week, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page are going to defend their tag team titles against former champions SCU. A rematch from the January 22nd episode filmed on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager. Uh, The story this week was that the elites were concerned about Hangman Page's drinking and it could possibly cost them the titles next week. Also next week, Riho is going to be defending the AEW Women's Championship against Nyla Rose. We saw Rose attack Riho during the show last night to to start to build to that one. This is a big old rematch for these two uh, that goes all the way back to the very first episode of Dynamite back in October. Uh, Looking ahead to other Dynamite episodes for the next few weeks, they've really started to set the table nicely for these. In two weeks' time, we're going to get a tag team battle royal. Uh, No teams announced so far, uh, but the winners will face the Tag Team Champions at Revolution on February the 29th, the next AEW pay-per-view. And then three weeks' time on Dynamite, we're going to have a 30-minute Iron Man match uh, between Kenny Omega and Pac. This is the rubber match between these two, and it's going to take place at Kansas City, Missouri episode of Dynamite on February the 26th. There's been some lovely build between these two. Some nice back and forths and for 30 minutes they will probably give you the world as well. Loads of stuff going down on AEW Dynamite last night uh, and heading into... Uh, the next couple of weeks. Jack the Jobber will be here on our Cultaholic YouTube channel a bit later on today with AEW Graded. And, of course, Ross Tweddle will be here with your AEWTF moments as well. Some of the more surprising, shocking, confusing WTF moments from Dynamite last night. It may or may not include some JR commentary. Wouldn't shock me if it did. I'm Chris Jericho.
1: And I am all-in with All Elite Wrestling! Surprise!
3: So Chris Jericho has very much been the top of the tree for All Elite Wrestling, one of the guys that I think the company has been built around. And it makes sense to bring in somebody with the caliber of a Chris Jericho when you're getting started, somebody who can immediately add some gravitas to it and help build stars. That's what he is there to do. Uh, interestingly enough, had Vince McMahon had his way, that would not have happened. Uh, So this comes from a recent episode of Chris Jericho's podcast, Talk is Jericho. He tells a tale about Vince McMahon and a conversation he had with Vince around the time he signed with AEW. Chris Jericho says, I'm not in AEW because I was a rebel. I'm with AEW because Vince went go. And then I went and then he went, did you sign the contract? I said, well, yes, I did. He then said, can you get out of it? Jericho said, no, you told me to sign it. So despite the fact that Vince McMahon was like, yeah, go and do what you want to do. All of a sudden, once Chris Jericho had signed the contract, Vince said, can you get out of it? Suddenly, Vince McMahon realized that, oh, actually, Chris Jericho going is actually quite a bad thing. And he was probably not letting on. As much as he really meant that, he really wants Jericho to stay in WWE, uh, and it worked out for the best that way. Like Chris Jericho has been a really, really important part of all elite wrestling going forward. But I just like the fact that Vince McMahon sort of said, "All right, go, go, and sign something," and then when he came back and did, Vince went, "Oh, oh no, can you can you get out of it?" <laughs> Staying with AEW, they will be presenting Double or Nothing 2 on pay-per-view from the MGM Grand Arena in Las Vegas on the 23rd of May, the one-year anniversary of the first Double or Nothing. Tickets go on sale on Valentine's Day next Friday at AEWTicks.com. I do believe Double or Nothing may become their first sort of regular occurring event Major League Wrestling looking to make a bit of an impact in the wrestling world. Now, if, you, if you've if you not been following what Major League Wrestling have been doing, I recommend that you do. I know there's a lot of wrestling out there already, but they're putting on some really good shows at the moment. And they're looking to expand. And Mike Johnson from PW Insider has reported that Amazon has talked about a streaming partnership with MLW. Now, Amazon's obviously got Prime Video, they've got lots of original programs on there now. They've kind of become in the same way as like a Netflix or a YouTube, I guess, where they will look for original programming on their network. And also, they've started taking more sports programming as well. They've been showing the tennis and the and the soccer as well. So they're, they're, they're looking to expand their horizons a little bit. Uh, Mike Johnson reports that wrestling could be a viable option for Amazon for multiple reasons. One being that there is an audience that will purchase uh, Amazon Prime for wrestling. There is already some wrestling content on Amazon Prime, so there's proof of concept there. But also, and this is an interesting one, as the wrestling industry doesn't have unions, it makes it more appealing for Amazon because it allows content to be created without the fear of writer strikes, which does exist in TV and film and would obviously affect the business of Amazon Prime. Bet you never even thought that would be one reason why they would be interested in professional wrestling, a lack of unions. David Starr will be furious. We'll keep you up to date on that one. MLW having talks with Amazon Prime Video. <coughs> Rebby Hardy was on Twitter yesterday uh, dropping a tweet that very much was a shot at Matt Hardy's current situation within WWE. So Rebby took a photo of Nancy Pelosi. So she was the speaker at the United States House of Representatives. She was the one that ripped up Donald Trump's speech the other day. And everybody got very upset about it. Uh, she took that still image of Nancy Pelosi ripping up the speech and uh, labelled uh, Nancy Pelosi as Vince McMahon and labelled the papers as Matt Hardy's ideas. He captioned this with, It's a beautiful day on the Hardy compound, guys. There's been talk that Vince McMahon really doesn't see any merit in some of Matt's broken brilliance. And I can see with a tweet like that, that it's obviously getting to Rebby Hardy. As it's getting to me as well, because if you give Matt Hardy some creative freedom, then he'll give you some good stuff little update on EC3's relationship with WWE. It's been reported that WWE has abandoned their trademark for the term EC3. Uh, This comes as a failure to respond to notice of refusal. Turns out that EC3 has already trademarked the name, and WWE uh, put in a trademark request of their own, and EC3 basically has said, well, it's mine, and I'm not going to give it up so they've and and normally they would fight something like this but they've actually just abandoned the 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 chase for it which again really sadly suggests that uh, EC3 isn't well thought of within WWE certainly so not well thought of enough to fight for the trademark to his name so it does mean that if EC3 were to leave he could just go and be EC3 somewhere R-Truth spoke to Uproxx about his recent interaction with Brock Lesnar. And it turns out that Brock wants a bit more of it. R-Truth said Brock has actually been pitching ideas. He wants to work with me doing something because of that segment. He pitched a couple of ideas and he and I talked afterwards. The sky is the limit. This business is always changing and I'm always changing with things. Now, as of now... There are no plans from what we understand for any more R-Truth and Brock Lesnar interactions. But Brock Lesnar's got some stroke. You never know.
1: You're absolutely right, June mean a special state capital, Sankoromanto, thousand thousand Iranian Arab Jew, everybody. If you don't mind, I wanna say hello, Khatmate, a mention of Andaghana, arz as is Salama Azbuqaram, Allahu Akbar, an Allah, Allah Allah. Now You speak good I, English too, Sheikh. Well, I prefer to speak my language first and then English. Now you listen what I say English.
3: And finally, are you scared of the Iron Sheik? If you're not now, you might be soon. John Morrison and Tyre Valkyrie have revealed they are working on a horror film together with the working title The Iron Sheik Massacre. And the story focuses on a toy Iron Sheik doll that becomes sentient. An Iron Sheik doll that comes to life and then starts attacking people at a new wrestling school. And it just basically becomes kind of Final Destination meets Child's Play, but with the Iron Sheik. This is a project that Valkyrie and Morrison are both very, very up for, uh, to the point where they wrote the script on their honeymoon. Of all the things you could be doing on your honeymoon, writing a horror script about the Iron Sheik certainly wasn't what I was expecting. I'm I'm in. I'm sold on the Iron Sheik Massacre. Where's the Patreon? I will happily put some money towards it. That'll do it. For your Cultaholic wrestling news for Thursday, NXT and AEW graded on our Cultaholic YouTube channel a little bit later on today. And also, if you didn't check it out the other day when it aired, I want to point you towards our friends at Triple Jump and their Twitch stream because the other day our very own Jack Bajobber was alongside Ben Potter from Triple Jump and they did a live Twitch stream building cultaholic slash triple jump house on sims and i and and it's it's wonderful wholesome viewing and i cannot recommend it enough that is on uh, our friends at triple jump and their twitch stream you can watch it on there i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us love you bye even when we're on a
0: budget we still deserve nice things